Hey, what's happening, Car Nation? <laughs> I, I, I was hanging out with some friends last night, and at some point I threw out the quote-unquote fandom name for getting my car being Car Nation. <laughs> Let me let me know what we think about that one. Uh, anyways, what's up, everybody? This is uh, getting my car episode. However, you want to label episodes. The only reason I say that is because my fucking overly compulsive brain. I see shit like pilot and I'm like okay is this like episode one episode zero because like you know you're kind of like establishing things in the first one so like does this like count what are we doing here so whatever you want to call it I literally had a whole bit in my mind of like oh here we go the dreaded sophomore effort the slump is (laughs) the slump is real (laughs) what the fuck I'm I'm not meant to do speaking alone <laughs> anyways uh everybody maybe this episode is cursed because uh, i'm literally recording this uh from a traffic jam right now <laughs> yep you you heard it right you know what else you're hearing if you hear that the background uh that is a dude mowing the the side of the highway yep he's He's going. He's at work. I'm. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I uh, was literally just having to send a message, and I'm like, "Oh God, should I like send something in like our main like office chat?" Because I got to alert everybody that like I'm late. They're gonna find out that oh, Zach fucking slept in again because he's fucking exhausted, and so he's running late, even though he's close to work. Probably he's still the latest of everybody. Uh, there's the lawnmower guy. What's up, dude? <laughs> I I feel like the thing is, like, I try to do this podcast, like, relatively solitary. Like, that's kind of the point of it. And yet, every time I've had some person outside my car, like, just look in and be like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I feel like that's just, that's always going to happen. There's always going to be something. Uh, you know, the old... T.J. McElberry's glasses on the billboard, they're looking down. It's a symbol of God. I do not remember what the character from Great Gatsby's name was. Proves how much I know. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, and so, like, I'm messaging people, and it's like, oh, well, maybe I could just, like, text somebody. But then I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have most of my co-workers' numbers. Uh, Maybe we don't have that grave relationship. <laughs> Maybe I'm in a, a, a toxic work environment. <laughs> I'm, I refuse to talk about work on here. This is this is my escape from the the, the outside world. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Didn't even really plan on this. Oh, okay, somebody else is stuck in the same traffic jam. Okay, so that you know what. There's, there's solidarity in that. I, <laughs> I always feel like less of a shit whenever uh, I am not the only person in something. 
uh, yeah, I'm just going to pop a quick uh, surprise emoji on that. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody else do that? Where it's like you have to feel like you acknowledge something. Because, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to put on, like, reader seats. Because, like, uh, then everybody would find out that I'm a terrible friend. Uh, but so, you know, if when you feel like responding to something or having to be like, yes, I have seen this, I acknowledge this, I am giving it a reaction of some kind. Oh, wait. Oh, fuck. Wait. Guys, pump the brakes on that fucking riveting conversation. Uh, we're moving. Yeah! Yeah! Okay. I, I, uh, was talking to my girlfriend about this the other day. Like, I find that I often have to let out just, like, these random bursts of energy. Uh, shout out in the comments. What? Shout out wherever you can reach me, uh, if I need to go see a doctor. <laughs> about, I'm doing the thing where I'm waving my hands around my head, like, brain problem. <laughs> so... Anyways, I'm in fact moving now, so that that's really great. I, It's not great, because that means that I have to go to work. <laughs> that means that I can't stay here with you lovely people. Look at you. You Are you are you in the passenger seat, or are you in the back seat? Shout out if you're a shotgunner or a booty packer. Ha <laughs> ha uh, yeah, that's this that's this uh, question of the week. Uh, have you called the trunk of a car uh, the ass of a car before? <laughs> All right, almost just uh, hit somebody. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, doing this uh, on a highway rather than just kind of sitting parked on the road. Uh, it's much more dangerous, <laughs> so I, I feel like I should get off, and yet I have the urge to never shut up, hence the podcast, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Yeah, as soon as I say, oh, could you tell? Did you hear that, like, dip in my focus? That means, that's your that's your cue as the audience. You should pick up on this with, like, multiple episodes. That's your sign of, oh, he doesn't know what to talk about anymore. <laughs> When, <laughs> when the when the steady stream of just great bit after great bit, which this is, uh, when that starts to slow down, that's how you know. Oh, the damn malnourished hamster on the wheel and the head of the man. <laughs> that is Zach. Uh, slowing down, finally, finally getting caught up. <laughs> We've got a real. Richard Gere's ass of a situation here. <laughs> Anyways, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Get In My Car, the the Get In My Car podcast. The the, the Get In My Car podcast, podcast by me, Zach. <laughs> Oh, for real. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back. Uh, thank you so much to the already really positive response I've been getting for this. I really, really appreciate everybody who's listened and who's made the effort to reach out to me to say that they've listened. Uh, that really means a lot to me. And, you know, it's uh, it's a great thing because that means that the mayor 
has officially pushed back my death sentence uh, by one week. So that's a uh, that's cause for celebration. Oh, I gotta do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I will go ahead and say I've been getting uh, a few questions and comments all right from people. Uh, first things first, the biggest thing I guess is that. Uh, if you are getting recommended uh, the Joe Rogan experience, uh, that means the algorithm is working. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't even do that with a straight face. <laughs> uh, anyways, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pubic Scare podcast, where we review uh, nudity and horror movies. <laughs> Just. <laughs> all that matters is if i'm making myself laugh like that's it that's that's the only thing <laughs> that that matters here <laughs> and just just bear in mind anything that is made a joke of on here has total viable potential to become an actual thing later so uh look forward to that and any other horrible idea I come up with live and unfiltered. Uh, oh god. You hear that? Can anybody, can anybody else hear that? If you hear the sound of a little it's not a, it's not a dying cicada in your car. Uh, that is my old ass car that makes all kind of creaks and weeps and moans. I, I made that joke last week. Can't can't do it again uh let me let me check this recording to see if this is picking up well gang i don't know about you but uh i listened back to the end of that last little recording and uh i can hear it uh very faintly i hope it's not enough to annoy anybody uh temporary solution that i'm doing since i literally have no idea how to filter out sound in the editing process because this show has no editing process. Uh, I've, I've momentarily turned off my car. <laughs> and in spite of it being incredibly freezing the past few days uh, down here, now, thankfully, because once again, I'm God's favorite loser, uh, it has gotten hotter down here, and so it is now hot in my car. We are, we are initiating the sweat box, everybody. If you brought your... I survived the sweat box, uh, sweaty t-shirts, uh, you can put them on now. Hope you didn't wash them, just like I told you. Uh, gotta keep in the stink. Gotta keep in the, the moisture. A lot of people hate that word. Moist. 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 <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Moist, moist, moist means a lot of things. You can, you can connotate, you can associate a lot with moist. Uh, I, for example, am looking at a sign for a local pizza place. It's a big banner that says pizza, beer. Uh, there's no uh, spacing other than the spacing you would do between one word and another. You're in English class now. Uh, <laughs> but so Lou just says pizza, beer. And you know what pizza, beer would be? Moist. Thank you. Thank you. Put him to put in the applause. Me in the future. Put in the applause. Did you did you put it in earlier? Like I told you to. I hope you did. If you are listening to this episode and there's applause, it's because I told myself to. And if there's not applause, it's because I'm actively not listening to myself. 
which is advice that I give most people. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, ooh, God, it's a, uh, it's getting kind of hot in here. <laughs> you, you guys, you, 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 you feel that heat? It's getting, it's pretty hot. <laughs> it's almost like I, I can feel the weight of my sins burdening back of my neck creaking <laughs> oh man you know, oh we oh we we don't talk about things of the past that have gone no more you know there's uh there's only so much life to live oh my god somebody just pulled up next to me oh thank you oh <laughs> everyone ladies ladies gentlemen my my first guest on the, the get in my car podcast uh uh, this this crazy old lady that is pulled up next to me, the parking spot next to me. Hello, ma'am. How are you doing? Excuse me, ma'am. You're going to have to speak up a bit. Uh, I said, how are you doing? Oh, hello. I'm doing okay. Oh, what? Hey, we finally got we got some word out of her. She she sounds she sounds as heavenly as as angelic as. Chrysanthemum Tonius as a as a old parakeet. <laughs> it, it's it's great to have you, old lady. How are how are you doing today? I am doing fine. Oh man, that, that's that's great to hear. Uh, well, it looks like your time is already up. Is there anything else that you wanted to uh, to add for the the listening audience of uh, Get in My Car, sponsored by uh, that bag of Frito Lays in the <laughs> space in front of me? Be sure to brush your cat. Well, you you heard it, heard it, heard it here first, and hopefully the last time. Uh, brush your cat, everybody. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Oh, it's me. I'm I'm. Hello. Yes, I'm a, another different person, but I sound exactly the same. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, the head of focus groups for the Get In My Car podcast, and we want to know uh, how much you hated that last bit. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the best and worst part of no structure is that I can just talk about whatever I want, but also I can just talk about whatever I want. Everybody, who says you can't learn anything from a podcast? Uh, I <laughs> just checked uh, the back of my car, and I think I finally have figured out after years of just letting it drone on the background because I will literally just let a problem keep going until it fucking kills me before I check it out. Uh, finally checked it out. Uh, yeah, it's the back door of like my car, like the. Thing you open up for like the trunk the like interior part is basically like detached from the car kind of like I said because it's just fucking old as shit and so whenever the car is running it basically vibrates it so it's constantly going back and forth squeaking going and so that <laughs> that's why that squeaking noise is there uh don't really know what to do to fix it I'm just gonna kind of keep moving around until I hopefully find spots where it isn't going. It's not going right now, so everybody, uh, knock on your collective wood. <laughs> it will, we'll hope for the best. Uh, yeah. 
so solve that mystery. I was also I was in the back. I found uh, some sheets of torn up uh, loose leaf yellow paper. And I was going through them. I was like, what are these? And I was like, oh my god, I like remember these. Uh, so here's a here's a tangent to go on. Uh, I fucking love Pokemon. I probably said it before somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I fucking love Pokemon. I was literally like born when the big like Pokemon boom in the U.S. took off, and so I've literally played every single game from like the first game to now. Uh, do not ask me my opinions on Diamond and Pearl if you want to stay friends with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also, don't ask about my opinions of Sudden Moon because you will probably think I'm an idiot. <laughs> there's a there's some little jokes for a uh, Pokemon fan. Say shout out you you won. I see you there. You as you in the back. Yes, you. Hey, hey. Wave at me a little bit. Hey. Yeah, I see you there. Nah, but seriously, though. Don't ask me my opinion. We we will probably walk away from that conversation hating each other. Uh, but anyways, so yeah. I fucking love Pokemon. Love it in lots of different ways. And I, you know, have done all kinds of different shit with it. I, you know, play all the games. I would used to, like, make my own cards and shit like that growing up. I had all the figures and everything, like, or anything that I could get at least love Pokemon. Big thing right now for me is Yu-Gi-Oh, though. I <laughs> I tried to restrain myself on the last episode, but literally, I am in such a fucking massive Yu-Gi-Oh kick right now. Also a big obsession of mine from childhood, but one that I have maintained way less than Pokemon. But now, ever since I've gotten uh, the games for it on Switch, uh, Legacy Evolution Dual I, I cannot it, it, it's one of those fucking like Japanese like 87 part titles I can't remember all the stuff from Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution oh I just got it uh, but <laughs> I'm playing that and then uh, right when I started I found out there was a new one that like just came out uh, Rush Duel that's also really fucking fun and you know if anybody has that wants to get it uh, let me know I'll totally play Yu-Gi-Oh with you and that one is really easy to pick up if you've never played before uh, and there's one called, like, Master Duels coming out, which is gonna be, like, the new, like, place where everybody uses to, like, actually duel with Yu-Gi-Oh! That's, like, actually official, and it has, like, everything in it. Anyways, I'm going on a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! spiel when it's supposed to be fucking Pokemon. Uh, yeah. I love Pokemon a whole lot, and I found these pages, which are literally illustrations of just Pokemon that I've drawn. I've just drawn... Why'd I call it illustrations? Like, why did I, like, take the extra step to be so, like, verbose with, like, saying something? This is something I'm actually really insecure about. Like, I I try very hard... Okay, this is gonna sound weird, but, like, you know, I found this to be a very therapeutic process. I've had a pretty fucked week, and so I'm down to get a little intimate. So, uh, you know, scooch over. You're hogging the covers. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Uh, static, brain, vibrating, uh, collapsing, destruction, burning, falling apart, pain, chaos. Uh, 
I literally like forgot what I was gonna say. Oh well, okay. Tangent, and then we'll get back to the original thing. Yeah. So like, I make a very like genuine effort to sound like natural. I almost don't want to say even like human, not in like a sociopathic way. If you are, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not. Became <laughs> my car podcast. We will not judge you if you're a sociopath. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but no, I, I, you know, I make an effort to sound very just like casual, you know, because I want to, you know, just come across as like an approachable person. Because like, in spite of how you know isolationist I can be, I do want to be an approachable person. That's like a thing in my life that I always want to improve and be better at. Because like, you know, I just like making people feel better. That's just you know, a good thing to me. But so part of that is that I try to talk very just like naturalistically and this affects like everything that I do. Like, okay, I I would call myself a writer, I guess. I mean, I'm, a lot of things that I try don't really do good out, but you know, I love to write. That's, that's all I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. I like to write. Uh, and when I write, I've told a few people about this, but like I specifically like strive to do a real, you know, conversational style of voice, if that makes sense. Like if you read like anything I write, my tweets, my letterbox reviews, anything I've done, you know, and even maybe just how I talk if I'm doing it right, you know, I like to sound very conversational. Like I have interjections. uh, What's that one quote? I need to find it. If I think about it, maybe I'll like do it later. I mean, I could do it right now while I'm talking, but I don't want to rip my brain. I'll say the same a tangent I was associated with, even though I hate it. I was looking up David Mamet, which ugh, fucking whatever. Don't judge me for looking up David Mamet, all you, all you play, fe- you theater fans out there. <laughs> I see you, the one guy who got the House of Games criterion. I haven't yet. Ah. Oh, is that really my first mention of Criterion talking about fucking David Mamet? I'll, I'll just choose to not believe that. I'll say that I did the last episode. I do love Criterion, though. That's a whole other tangent. I gotta stay focused. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. See, I'm not going back and listening to these probably most of the time, so I can't imagine how frustrating it is for you. <laughs> I, this is terrible. Why are you here? <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, It was something, he may have even said it, honestly, and it was like, I believe that, or no, maybe it stemmed from, because he uses fuck a lot, and I think I looked up a page that was like, talking about the use of fuck in media, something like that, and it was like, using fuck all the time is like, and other, you know, interjections like that, that's like, the voice of the people. They said, you know, like, it traces back to like, old traditions throughout history of people doing you know little common sayings like in their speech and stuff like that and that fuck is like the modern version of that and I thought that was really fascinating and so that's why I do that how how deep how many levels deep into a tangent are we at this point because <laughs> again I I can't believe that I kept track as well as I did the last episode I feel like I should have like a 
a dictationist like sitting next to me at all times like taking notes of like okay uh you start here you went down this one you went on this stream of consciousness and so but okay saying that now i remember because i said fucking didactationist or whatever it's probably a made-up word uh to say that when i talk and write I try to do it in, like, an actual, like, my tone of voice. And so I do lots of, like, that interjections, talk very casually. And, you know, a lot of my writing, this is the thing that I wanted to say, because that a lot of people may not know about me, is that I do basically all my writing, like, vocationally. And what I mean by that is I will literally, like, say stuff out, even, like, speak into, you know, like... I, I just call it, like, the tape recorder. I don't, you know, it's, like, the microphone on your phone. But, like, I view it as, like, my tape recorder. I, like, talk into it, and then I will, like, go through and, like, notate that or whatever or just, like, clean up a little bit, you know, because, you know, it can only pick up certain things, right? They mess up sometimes, but it's okay. But so either way, I, I speak with, like, or I write with my voice. That's what I try to do. And ethics, everything I do, you know, even, like, my scripts I'm working on, like, all my scripts are very, like, conversational dialogue like focused because i think is my favorite thing in art just the act of talking it's my favorite thing and like what people say is my favorite thing about art and like what things you can get to be said from like any type of art not just like you know something like film or literature and stuff like that like even like music painting sculpture uh legos all that stuff (laughs) But yeah, that's something that's very important to me. And so the point I'm trying to say is, is that like, whenever I catch myself every now and then saying something that doesn't sound natural, I always have fucking like traumatic flashbacks, like the schoolyard where it's like, oh, Zach's a nerd. Like you talk like a geek and shit like that. Not Nightmare Alley geek. Everybody should go see Nightmare Del Toro's, Guillermo Del Toro's Nightmare Alley. I love, love that guy. One of my favorite filmmakers. That movie's great. I love it a lot. You should watch the original too. It's also great. I love them both for like completely different reasons. It's one of my favorite recent examples of like adaptational differences that I've seen in like a while. And, and that like what people are able to tell and like what they focus on because of that. Really awesome. Go see Nightmare Alley. Uh, <laughs> but so, you know, sometimes I just catch myself and I get really insecure. I'm like, oh man, you know, like I don't sound like natural. It makes me feel like I'm like not human, you know. I'm once again getting existential. So I hope that you came here for that. Are you filling out your bingo? Did you bring uh, your popcorn? <laughs> Can we talk about pop secret? <laughs> the popcorn is called pop secret. <laughs> what, what does that mean? What What are you hiding, pop? <laughs> It's so funny to me. Stop me now before I go on a fucking hour-long rant about Pop Secret. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this all stems back to Pokemon somehow, I promise. <laughs> that's that's the end of that. I found these... Uh, wait, can you hear that? You inspect the ASMR, huh? You feel like the, the paper with that? Do you hear the... Oh, and there's a guy walking. Ooh, I, I did not expect this to be as much of a, a man-on-the-street uh, piece 
you know, this whole podcast that, that, that I'd originally planned, but you know, kind of like it because no matter what, without fail, they always look at me. I'm now getting that thought where it's like, I wonder if everybody can just fucking hear me at all times talking. I like to think that I hear here in this car, but also I talk really loud and I don't even realize it. Like I may be like partially deaf. I don't think that I am probably not. Let's just say that I'm not, but I do talk really loud and, uh, it makes me think of that thing. Y'all know this. We're like, tell me if you heard this. I need to know that other people like experience this thing where someone is in their car and they're doing a thing where their car is hooked up to the Bluetooth, you know, your hands free talking or whatever. They're connected and they're on the phone with somebody. And like, I don't know if this is just like a flaw of the feature or if some people like have a setting wrong or something, but I hear so many times when people are talking to someone on the phone, hands-free with their Bluetooth in the car, it is just blaring out of the car. Like, their car is completely closed, and I can hear every fucking word that this person on the phone is saying. I'm dead fucking serious. And I know this because this has happened multiple times in my life. Like, multiple, multiple, multiple times. Call this Michael Keaton fucking multiplicity times that I've heard people in their cars using this thing, and I can hear the person clears the fucking bell every word they're saying it's like oh man i got my fucking hemorrhoid checked out it's like yeah well okay fucking now fucking all the cats in the streets know what you're saying too that's the thing too talk last time about the homeless population there's a lot of stray cat population here too i i love those little funky freaks they're 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 my favorite i, I don't know if you know stray cat thing just like all over the u.s or specifically like where i've lived like in the you know, southern U.S. rapping app, but, like, stray cats are always fucking everywhere. They always fucking follow me. And I would literally bring them in, but, like, my girlfriend's allergic. We're working on that. <laughs> it sound like, I'm gonna take her out. No. <laughs> we, we'd love to get, like, a hyperallergenic, and, like, ultimate, like, highest, like, ideal, we would love a fucking sphinx cat. Y- you know the ones, the fucking little naked cats. Little bingus, bingus. <laughs> I want, I want one of those. They're they're so cute. I I I love little sphinx cats. Heard they get oil everywhere. That's disgusting. Imagine me holding up sphinx cat. He's all buttery. Like, fucking why? Why are you leaking? Seem to get really fat too. I follow a lot of fat Sphinx cats on online, and uh, I'm like, "Why are you so fat? You're like a big, uncooked chicken breast." <laughs> I mean, I can get fat if you want, if they want, you know. Power, power to anybody, and I do mean anybody. That's not just cats. That's everybody. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I guess I have to get a cat first. Before that happens, uh, <laughs> Pokemon! Ah, I'm picking up the sheets. I'm literally holding them like directly in front of my face so I don't fucking forget. There's ASMR. That guy walking down the street saw me do the ASMR. I, he probably thought I was like a tweaker, like digging out a little last spivot of weed. I don't, what do you put in wrapped up paper like this? Anyway, these are drawings. These are drawings of Pokemon I did in this really kind of like. Uh, you know, stylized art style that I was working on, uh, I guess just a few years back. I honestly don't really know when these are, 
are from. Uh, you know, I, I don't really write fan fiction, but I do a lot of, like, internal fan fiction, if that makes sense. Call me weird for this, but, like, you know, I don't judge people that do fucking fan fiction. You know, if I want to read fucking Inspector Gadget x Gore Vidal, I'm going to do it. But, but so, I, I just, like, imagine lots of my head, like, my brain is always fucking working, so I imagine lots of stuff, and, you know, especially when I was a kid, I would imagine all kinds of shit with, like, the media I was absorbing, especially Pokemon, it's like, oh, this, this is my original character, who's got this Pokemon? <laughs> and so, you know, I, just for fun, the one time I was drawing these, let's see, there's, uh, what we got here? There's a Charizard, a Metapod, and... A Hitmonchan. Yeah. Oh, these are great. I love these. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had some idea. I think what really inspired me, and this is what I was going to get to, is that there's one point in time where I was really on, like, deviant art. I never posted anything, and d- don't let... If you ha- if you know deviant art, I was not on deviant art for the reasons you fucking think. I know I just brought up Inspector Gadget slash Gore Vidal. Not what I'm fucking talking about. So get 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 your brain out of the sicko hole, sicko. <laughs> not even good. Uh, but so there was uh, these things uh, well, in a general sense and then a more specific sense. There was uh, like OCTs, original character tournaments, yeah. And these things were so fucking awesome. Like, all these artists would take their original characters and they would, like, pit them against each other in these tourneys that would be hosted. And, you know, you could, like, win, like, commissions or something if you like one. But the main thing was just, like, seeing all these people do all their cool shit. Uh, most of them were comics. Some people did animations. Like, I was really into this shit growing up, like, watch them on Demon Art, like, finding them on YouTube later and stuff like that, uh, yeah, super fucking sick, I used to, it's just so rad, I love this a whole lot, there were ones that were specifically for Pokemon that I was really into, where people would take original characters with their Pokemon and do that, and, you know, similar thing, it'd be comics, some people would do animations, and I was like, these are so fucking awesome, and my favorite part about those, specifically the Pokemon ones, was seeing how all these different artists interpreted Pokemon in their own unique art styles. You know, the ones that I drew, for example, are, like, really stylized cartoony, inspired by, you know, just, like, a few artists on there that I really liked. Uh, And so, you know, it's like, oh, those are awesome. And so I would draw mine with those, and then, you know, if they fought somebody, you would see how they draw their opponent's art Pokemon in their art style. And then you could go to the opponents and you'd see their version of the fight, and it would be drawn completely differently. Like one person on one side of the fight could have super cartoony stylized uh Pokemon, and then another player could draw like hyper realistic Pokemon, where like, you know, they have, you know, a dragon that's like based on, like, a really realistic artistic rendering of, like, you know, a lizard with, like, wings and shit like that. It was so fucking cool seeing that stuff. And so I was super inspired by that, the characters, the storytelling people would come up with. And I always kind of told myself, like, oh, I should really join one of these someday. But I just, I I never did, you know? I never, I never got around to it. You know, maybe someday, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I need to get better at my art. 
everybody says like, oh, you have a pretty cool style, or like you have, you're like you do have a style, or like oh, like you're you've got stuff that's like really good, and like you know, I do really appreciate that, but like you know, I was kind of gotta be a little hard on myself to actually get stuff going, especially because I do love like drawing and like animation and stuff like that, but I'm not really super proficient in like either one, you know, and that's because you know for one reason or another, but just, you know, I'd love to, like, actually animate something that looks, like, good someday, I guess is what I'm trying to say. A lot of what I do right now is, like, I'll draw something and then, like, I'll do some kind of camera stuff to, like, imply movement, but not really, like, actually be animation, you know, which, you know, has yielded some fun results, like, the short films that I have out, like, I am proud of, and I do think it's fun that, like, you know, it's one of my favorite quotes, like, limitation breeds creativity, something like that. And so I, I do agree with that. And it's led to me making a lot of stuff that I look back on. And I'm like, Oh, that was really fun. And I got really creative and experimental with that. And so, you know, that's great. Maybe someday always hope to, to get better as an artist. That's not even a joke or quote, not, not anything. I'm next to a half hour parking sign. It's been what? 20 something minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never even know if I'm talking fucking out of order. Who knows when I record this one? I got a I got a whole week to fucking do shit that you don't even know about. Fucking, you don't know my life. <laughs> uh, that is that is true. I actually do just kind of record these, whatever. Maybe maybe I did the ending first. Who knows? Maybe maybe I give a a very specific episode time frame in that ending, and maybe it won't match up with the actual episode. Maybe I'll record this and use it for for next week's episode. You don't fucking know. Hell, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, anyways, I did this. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I did this because I was like, oh, well, I kind of just thought of like two totally different things that like I did want to talk about, but maybe I should just save them or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so, okay. I'm just going to record these and I'll just, I'll just put it out there. And we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, oh yeah, I talked about how I was having a shitty week. Uh, whenever this is, the best part about me saying this in this podcast is that anytime I say, "Oh, I've had a shitty week," you can apply it to literally any week that you're listening to, because chances are I'm always having a shitty week. <laughs> but hey, that's okay. Uh, yeah, so. I got a fucking shelf for Christmas. I, uh, fuck, I have been looking for a shelf for literally over a year. I, this has been a over year long's quest, years long, year long's udon soup. Thank you very much. Uh, been on it for like over a year trying to find a shelf because I have way too much fucking shit in my apartment. Like, I already have like a microscopic apartment that I absolutely pay paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> but so, 
man, you just gotta love just laughing at grimmest shit. Uh, but yeah, it's really tiny. I don't have a lot of space, and it sucks because I love collecting things. Like, I, you know, when I can, I love getting stuff. I love collecting. And as those of you who know me will know, my big thing that I've gotten into collecting recently is Criterion movies. So for those who don't know, Criterion Collection is this uh, more expensive uh, label that releases movies with, like, really... Uh, all the best, like, video and sound, tons of special features, supplementary materials, uh, unique, like, design, like, cover arts and stuff like that. I've become fucking obsessed with these things over the past few years. Like, I was not into them at all, then, like, around the end of college, I was like, oh, like, maybe I should look into those. And then I found out that, like, you can buy them physically. I My big dumb quality about me is that I didn't know you could buy Criterion's, like, in Barnes and Noble, I literally thought you had to go online, and I had a big thing against online shopping for forever because I'm a fucking stupid dinosaur that always got fucked over by the mail service. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, I I finally got really into collecting uh, Criterion stuff, and now I'm literally just like it's a fucking awful addiction. Like once a sale hits. I go like a fucking crack fiend and just get like <laughs> all the ones on my list, which wish list, wish list and shit. Get all that stuff. I go fucking crazy. Uh, and so because of that, I am severely lacking in cabinet space. <laughs> and so big thing for the longest time is kind of just being like, okay, like I need to get a new shelf. I want to get like a big, uh, you know, I don't like... Here's another thing, too. Like, a little... I have a pet peeve, just, like, you know, way my stupid brain works. It's like, oh, I don't like calling it a bookshelf because, like, I'm not putting books on it. I'm putting DVDs on it or maybe games on it or maybe books. Cause, like, I have a fuck ton of books, too. I don't even fucking read. Uh, but so, yeah. I needed that space. And I was like, I need a big-ass bookshelf. I spent all time looking for it. I went to all these local places. I looked online, and I was like, nothing was looking right. I was like, oh, fuck, I can't figure it out. But then for Christmas... I got, like, the shelf. I was like, oh, my fucking God. And, like, this this is perfect. And so I was like, yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Going to put this up. I'm building the shelf. It's super easy to make. Like, you know, I, I, I like putting together stuff, like, in my apartment. Like, I don't do it all the time, but when I do, I'm always like, yeah, like, I, I understand this. And so uh, I was putting it together. Like, everything was going great. I had all the pieces right. I was getting everything set up perfectly. And then I have one part put in. And then, uh... There are just so many people walking around. Like, I had, like, three different people, like, all walking down the same street, like, towards my car, like, staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I promise, I'll let y'all know every time I have a weird encounter with somebody while I'm recording. I feel like it's it adds flavor to the podcast. Uh, someone really just have a subway sticker on their fucking truck? Anyways, uh, got this shelf, fucking board snaps. <laughs> I put in one side of the thing, and I was putting in the other, and the metal framing of it apparently was so heavy that it, like, weighed down the board and, like, snapped it. 
and it's just like ruined. Like there's like no fixing it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've waited all this time. I lug this shit up the stairs because I'm on the top floor of my fucking apartment. We have no elevator. (laughs) And so I got all that shit and now that fucking happens. And when I say I literally scream cried into my pillow for like half an hour, I'm not even fucking joking. See, I can say that now because here's this is like always been one of my life's mantras. Whenever bad shit happens to you, that's just fucking great material for later. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, whatever now. Like, I'll, I'll get a new shelf. Or, you know, I'm literally going, like, today. I'm going uh, to Target. I'm going to see if hopefully, maybe, they can just replace, like, the one board. Because I saw they have other types of the shelf there. And uh, tried calling the customer service thing with the number. And it just, like, was not what it said it was on the thing, and so I was like, okay, well, like, I'm just gonna see the actual store, may anything help? I really hope they can, because everything else is fine. It's literally just this one board, and even then, it's just the one board, I could save it for, like, the top shelf, and I could have the whole shelf, just bookshelf, just not have the one top shelf, but, like, I need this one board to, like, finish it, and so I'm really hoping that they'll give me a fucking break. This Target's always been great about customer service with me, so I really hope that's the case. I'll figure it out absolutely send me best karma for that because I really fucking need it because man I just, at this point I just want this shelf to be fucking over and done with man like I want to put up <laughs> do you hear that like loogie like slammed the back of my uvula while I was talking fuck <laughs> I need to get a water after this uh yeah fucking put that up and be fucking done with it. I just want to be fucking done with it. End my suffering. This end the shelf of suffering. <laughs> speaking of criterions, uh, speaking of movies, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day. And she was like, oh, did you, uh, cause she probably doesn't listen to this oh, yet. I don't fucking care. She, she, she never listened to like a single episode of other podcasts that I've done. And she was like, oh, well, because I, you know, just didn't care about what it was about. But you know, if you do this, then like, you know, maybe I'll care more. And she said she wanted to be on. So I guess jokes on fucking her. Just kidding. She's better than I will ever be. Uh, <laughs> but we were talking about it and she was like, oh, are you going to like review uh, movies on there? And I was like, you know, I definitely thought about it. Because again, kind of going back to like the inception of this, I'm waving my hands around again, whatever the fuck this is. And like what I want to, to do with it. That was definitely one of the things that I threw around in my head early on in terms of like giving this some structure, you know, it was really going to be like, I guess just like a movie review or movie discussion, movie talking, the whatever podcast. Uh, and you know, I could do it myself. I could have other people on cause you know, I love stuff like 
Red Letter Media, Siskel and Eber, like all those movie YouTuber stuff. I love stuff like that. I love to one day like actually make YouTube video stuff about movies. I always say I'm going to do it and I never do. This is so much easier. A great con would be I could just use segments of these episodes where I talk about movies, just take the audio and then put them in a YouTube video because I didn't want to be like me on there anyway. I can use just like, you know, <laughs> I'll get one of those really shitty fucking like right wing furry like avatars on there. That'll be like my my mascot icon. <laughs> nah, we'll see. I'll, I'll draw something cute. I'll probably do like my uh like the the cover photo for this because I really like what I drew for this. It's a really you know. I, I never really have a consistent style, but I really like the one I did for this one. I think it's really cute. I love, you know, uh, I love, I love like big eyes and tiny bodies. I love, love a good uh, American chibi, if you will. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, I, I thought about that and I was like, oh, well, I think I'm just going to do like whatever. Cause that can encompass anything. And that could include, talking about movie stuff. I know for the first episode, I talked about how I was going to go see Licorice Pizza. Uh, I recommended Mitchell's vs. the Machines. Uh, recommended the Mitchell's vs. the Machines. The Mitchell's vs. the Machines. That was almost called Connected. I almost feel like I like that title better, but I can totally understand why they didn't. I know that they said they didn't like it. Uh, the Mitchell's vs. the Machines is a very cute title it's just a mouthful <laughs> uh, but so you know like i it will most likely come up no matter what just because like i'm always talking about fucking movies and shows and books and games and like all that shit because i i love all of it i'm a big you know consumer of media that is just like a big thing whoa that's just a big thing like about me i'll tell you why i said whoa in a second, uh, there's this old man with fucking fly-ass shoes walking across the street. Oh, he's got like a, he's got a leg thing. Oh, but a car honked him, and he waved. Oh, he's like popular. Good for him. Very old, but his car's fucking fly as fuck. He like, presses the little key button thing, and the like, little rear view mirrors fucking like, tiddly it. They're like, <laughs> like, it was fucking like, whoa. My car is definitely not that good. I, I drive a shitty car. What if I record this in a nicer car? Would it be a more futuristic podcast? If I record this in a Tesla, would it be like I'm in space? How many more stupid questions can I ask? <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, you know, I didn't have like a plan for this one. Like, I usually watch a movie, like, every day, but with this new year, I've honestly been taking it way more relaxed, and I've honestly been really liking it a lot. Like, you know, it was a nice kind of challenge to hold myself to for last year, and I ended up, I think, like I said, I ended up logging more movies than I have, like, ever, and I got more followers and, like, likes and shit than ever on Letterboxd. Speaking of which, did they give Letterboxd rap to everybody anymore, or is that just people... To, like pay for it now because i still don't pay for it i probably should pay for it because i'm on there fucking enough but like uh i was just wondering i didn't get uh any kind of email or anything for it this year at least that not that i've seen yet and so i didn't know if they were still getting it to everybody or not i should probably ask but now it's like all these days later it's like not even like the new year anymore 
what's that one? <laughs> like a Seinfeld joke. It's a little, or curb joke, whatever it's from. It's a little late for New Year's. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I thought about a way I could do it is that, like, you know, I could use the podcast as, like, an extended thoughts on, like, stuff that I've watched, like, during the week. It's like, oh, hey, here's me talking about this movie. You can, I'll link to the podcast if you want to hear, like, more thoughts on it, you know? Because, you know, I'm usually super in-depth with most of my reviews anyway that, like, uh, what was I going to say? I swear I just saw one of my coworkers. <laughs> Please don't come over here. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Okay, no. You just see me screaming alone. Like, are fucking deranged. Uh, what was I even talking about? Uh, well, you know, I'm always super in-depth anyway, but so, you know, I may just use it to talk about shit that I just, like, want to talk about, you know, that's, that's always something, but so, I didn't have a plan for it this week, uh, stay tuned for that getting better and better over time, I guess, uh, if you want to hear something just to talk about it, I guess, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I, uh, it's a point in time where I said it was my favorite. And, you know, if I was, like, pegged to it, there's definitely a me that would do that. But I like less and less over time ascribing one favorite movie to a person. I know it's a thing that we, as humans, like, want to do. We want the one like, definitive thing, and be like, oh, this is favorite. But the more I do it, the more I'm like, oh, well, you know, it totally depends on, like, how I'm feeling, you know? Like, Twin Peaks, especially, you know, Twin Peaks Firewall with me is such a specific mood. Like, I won't spoil or anything if you've never seen it. Fucking amazing movie. Super underappreciated David Lynch that I think is, and, you know, one of my favorite filmmakers, David Lynch, uh, that finally feels like it's getting more and more love uh, over the years, which I you know, especially after, like, The Return came out and people kind of realized that it's, like, so crucial that. But not even that. I think it's really enjoyable even, like, alone. Like, I started showing my girlfriend Twin Peaks, but, like, for a while, I we teased the idea of, like, oh, you should totally watch this, like, without seeing Twin Peaks and see if you can still enjoy it. Because, like, you know, it's just as fucking incomprehensible as, like, other David Lynch movies. <laughs> so, I mean, like, would a, a new person really be that lost? That's a question for the week. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, but yeah, so, you know, favorite movie. I like more just, like, favorites. Favorites movies. <laughs> favorite movies. Uh, like, you know, I love Kiki's Delivery Service. Like, that's one of my favorite movies. I love uh, Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind. I love uh, The Beaches of Agnes. Like, oh, my God. Agne- Ag- Settle this shit right now, fucking tell me, because I've heard every pronunciation they have. Agnes, Agnes, Ag, Agnes, I think she pronounces it Agnes, like, in movies, like, the French way, it's probably proper. Uh, Varda. Biggest filmmaker that I got into in 2021, and now literally one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. I love her so fucking much, and Beaches is, like, 
literally just like life captured on film. I love it so much. Uh, absolutely watch her if you never have. I mean, I'm sure there'll be play instances where I'm trying to convince people to watch uh, like weird French cinema because I love it a whole lot. <laughs> but it's because I really think it's a lot more fun than people probably think. You know, a lot of people assume French, especially like new wave cinema is like really snobby and like boring and shit like that. But nah, it's really fucking fun. Like actually, if you, you just have to find the right stuff and like, yeah. So if I can be any help with that, I'd love to, I'll probably be doing stuff like that. I'd love to give recommendations for anything. You know, I love that. I love anime. I love all kinds of different movies, you know, Sort of the magic criterion, I guess, you know, the big thing too, just having a good, well, not good, great, amazing, wonderful uh, <laughs> group of friends that encourages you to expand your cinematic horizons. That is literally like the best thing that you can do for yourself as a lover of movies or at least someone that wants to like, or even someone that wants to get into movies. Just watch shit from all over, all over the world, all over time, all over people, like, all of that, and I promise, like, you will just find so much to love about cinema. And that, wow, isn't that a great, like, cap to this whole uh, talk about movies thing? You know, that, that all that talks about movies, all that counts as movie talk, right? Like, yeah, surely it does. But so, I'll, I'll probably get more specific over time, be like, oh, hey, here's something I watched this week, or, uh, I t- another thing I joked about with my friends last night was uh, <laughs> again the plugging Zanil Cannon they're the best but again well, I say again but when does this take place when was it recorded are you in the right place there's a dimension <laughs> I love the Twilight Zone <laughs> but uh, I joked with uh Kira, host of the Zillennial Canon, last night, where it's like, oh, what if, you know, because they watch a Zillennial movie uh, every week. What if I was like, oh, hey, what if I, like, reviewed the same movie that y'all did? And I was like, oh, here's here's my shit take for this movie. It's like, oh, Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement is, uh, you know, unpopular opinion, but uh, it's kind of great. <laughs> And, and the thing that we went to further with that was like, oh, what if I just reviewed other people's podcasts, like, episodes? <laughs> like, okay, this week uh, I'm reviewing Slidio uh, Cannon, uh, episode 37. Uh, I gotta say, you know, Kira and Adam were really off their game this week. <laughs> so, so who knows? Maybe, maybe something like that, too. But yeah. Like everything with this podcast, it is painfully, dreadfully, just all blood, sweat, and tears hoping that it gets better over time. (laughs) And uh, we'll see. I recorded this before I ended up talking for another half hour. Whoops. Yeah, folks, that's that's basically it. I think that that's, you know, pretty good episode down the shitter. Uh, <laughs> I said last time that, you know, I kind of want to keep these, like, not crazy long. And, you know, I do still feel that way. Uh, I know the first episode was 
you know, actually an hour. I did not really plan on doing that, but I'm really happy that I did because I think I made good for the first episode. But uh, I think for this one, I'll just do this. I'll, I'll keep it a bit shorter so that you can just listen to it, you know, whenever. Uh, but I guess just let me know. Again, I do genuinely want feedback on this. Like, you know, uh, I'd love, like I said, I'd love to figure out the whole, uh, like, call-in thing. Uh, I know somebody that could probably help me with that. Uh, and then, uh, wait, have I referenced, like, specific friends' names on here? Have I done that yet? I don't know if I have or not. I wonder if they're okay with that. I think they have. I don't know. But Kira, like, <laughs> I have a friend named Kira. She's maybe listening right now. Uh, she has a voiceville thing for her podcast, Zillennial Canon, which you should totally listen to. It's the uh, one of the best podcasts ever. Any made by my friends are the best ever. Uh, they they link all their stuff together. I should probably link all of theirs too. Uh, I'll figure that out. I'll figure this out as I go along. But uh, I'll figure that out, and you know maybe you'll actually use that. Or like I said, if you literally just want to reach out to me, however feel free to do that. If you're listening to this, then you probably know me on some platform that you've reached out to, or again, you are literally just my friend, but yeah, you know, uh, let me know what you think about the lengths of episodes. You know, do you want me to try to go for longer and do like an hour the first time around? Are you okay with this? Where it's just like, you know, Oh, like a little half hour ish segment. Like that's good enough. Not segment episode. Uh, or, you know, just do whatever long for, every episode, you know, I, you know, I generally don't like keeping with a set thing, no matter what I, I like having the freedom of just being able to do whatever, whenever, you know, hence why, uh, this is the worst, most directionless podcast ever. Uh, (laughs) but so, uh, yeah. So just let me know what you think about that. I'm generally curious and let me know what you thought of this episode. Uh, if you're listening, thank you so much again. I, literally can't thank you enough for listening to this. I really, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart that you would take the time out of your day to listen to something that I made that's, you know, low effort, but really feels like me. And I, I really, I'm really happy to say that, you know, I like having something where like, I can just kind of talk, do whatever. It's really like, I don't know. (laughs) instead of instead of going to therapy like i'm supposed to instead i'm just spilling all my baggage for anyone to listen to (laughs) and not not having anybody say anything back just a total echo chamber yes this this is the most healthy thing that i should be doing right now (laughs) but anyways uh thank you so much for listening uh you know follow me wherever you listen on uh follow me on twitter letterboxd uh whatever else, you know, uh, and I really appreciate it. I hope that you're having a good day. I know times are always kind of tough, <laughs> always tough. I don't know. There's something always going on. I feel like, but so if you're listening to this and you need somebody says that they believe in you, well, I sure do. So I hope that, I hope that you're doing okay today and I love y'all so much. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.